0: This is WSKG News, I'm Vaughn Golden. When most of us think of pioneering black baseball players, Jackie Robinson is usually the first to come to mind. He was the first black player in modern-day Major League Baseball. But decades before Robinson shattered baseball's color line, black players were playing on integrated teams. Next month, the Baseball Hall of Fame will induct a player from that era, something it's historically shied away from. Recognizing John Jackson, also known as Bud Fowler, is a long overdue recognition. Jackson grew up in Cooperstown in the 1860s, almost six decades before Jackie Robinson was even born. Nobody knows exactly why, but he took on the name Bud Fowler and started playing all across the country. He earned a reputation as a pitcher and a stud second baseman on both all-black and integrated teams. Tom Heights is a historian and former librarian of the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown.
1: I would put John Jackson right up there with Jackie Robinson.
0: And I I don't think Jackie would mind that at all. Heitz says they're both groundbreakers.
1: Robinson had uh, the abilities, the same level of ability, and the same determination, and the same spunk to stand up to
0: taunts. And of course, he dealt with racism. Players would spike him with their cleats while sliding into second. Then comes 1887. Fowler started playing for the Binghamton Bingos. He was hitting over 500, the best on the team. James Brunson III has written volumes on 19th century black baseball.
1: There was this anxiety that if this guy is doing this good, there must be other guys like him, and we need to get rid of this guy immediately.
0: So two of Binghamton's white players refused to play. They were fined, but eventually the owners sided with them, and Fowler was forced to leave. That same year, other clubs followed suit, forcing out their black players as well. Baseball's color line was being erected as a reaction to Fowler's and other black players' talent. He would go on to playing and managing teams for another dozen years. He eventually settled at Frankfurt, New York, where he died in 1913. He didn't even have a stone until the Society of American Baseball Researchers erected one in the 1980s. Fowler's Stone is on one side of the cemetery up against the woods. There are a few other stones that are kind of back in the woods, overgrown, kind of difficult to see, and definitely older stones too. That's because this side of the cemetery was a mass grave. There wasn't individual graves dug, and Fowler's somewhere in here. It took years, but there have been other efforts to recognize Fowler, too. In 2013, the village of Cooperstown named a street after him and put up a historical display at its downtown ball field. Jeff Katz was the village's mayor at the time. For
1: all his struggles and uh, prejudices and attempts to try to carve out a living in a time where it was impossible, it was made impossible for him that we have now, you know, decades later, elevated him to a status where he has a street in Cooperstown, he has a display in Cooperstown, he has a plaque in the Hall of
0: Fame, it's really amazing. But when Fowler's plaque is hung in the Hall of Fame this summer, he'll be one of only a handful of black players in there who predate Jackie Robinson. Brunson, the researcher, says more emphasis should be put on 1800s black baseball. We need to
1: take it seriously, and I think we're still operating on a pre-Jackie Robinson um, philosophy that nothing good came out of black baseball in the 19th century. And we we need to try to push the envelope and say, well, why is that?
0: He says the historical research is getting better, and it only takes a matter of will to honor more Bud Fowler's. In Vestal, I'm Vaughn Golden, WSKG News.